magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author and spiritual teacher. And I'm Natasha Levenger, energy healer, energy reader, and spiritual coach. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. (laughs) If this is your first time joining us, this is when we do a little recap of our week. Yeah, and we talk about the cards we drew last week, which you drew Diving for Light from the Sacred Rebels Oracle. And I It's always news to me. (laughs) You're always surprised. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I drew... um, Oh, devote from the Cosmic Dancer Oracle. And they were both about love, like being love-centered, looking for love, like not looking for love in all the wrong places type looking for love, but like <laughs> like finding love in everything and tapping into it, letting it be your guide. And then also the diving for light was kind of like finding light in shadow. So there, I feel like there was a little bit of a shadow work aspect there. Did you experience that? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, yeah. So remember how I've been talking about going deeper, that shadow work of going deeper into my childhood abuse and like really feeling that? Man, it's been so great because you know when you just have a real deep cry? Like, so a couple times I, uh, last weekend, I, when I meditated, you know, like that mindfulness, when you breathe mindfully, it's just like tapped into all this emotion. And I had all this compassion for the little girl. Me, that was part of it was that I realized it became really clear to me because I I had those dreams. If you guys have been following this story, (laughs) if you (laughs) haven't, I had some dreams right when Pisces season started that helped me see very clearly what it was that I needed to look at and heal from my childhood that was ready. It was time. And um, part of it was that I was not... I discovered that I didn't have as much compassion for little girls as I did for little boys. Ah. Like that it was easier for me to have compassion for my brother. I mean, this is that this is the real issue is that I could be like, mm. oh, Aaron, Aaron went through all this. Right. But like me, like, oh, I'm but not me. You're fine. I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so it I was a lot of now. inner child stuff. And it was so and so the we've been Ted and I watched the first two episodes of Pharaoh versus Oh, Alan mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that helped me too because it's oh. like there's some parallels there and then like seeing little adorable little Dylan Farrow this like adorable little girl who did not deserve to be abused really helped so yeah. just deep deep crying and yeah. love for myself mm-hmm. and then it's a, such a good feeling ha- having a couple of good cries like deep soul cries yeah there's nothing like it you know I never cry like that. I wish I could. Mm. I mean, I hear about it, that it's so great. (laughs) (laughs) I have so little water in my chart. I mean, I I have, we've talked about this, but I'm a Pisces rising and Pisces in my north node, but I feel like that's more like connection to source kind of guide than than the other two water signs, which Mm. are more like, you know. Emotion. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. I don't, yeah. Did, did you cry as a child? Like it was, have you never been a, because I've always been. It's oh, always you've always been, been a, a crier. Yeah. Hmm. 
I don't, it's funny because my best friend's a real crier. Like she cries all the time. If she's happy, if she's sad, she will cry. And Brett cries all the time too um, for the same thing. A little more if he's tired than forget it. Oh, yeah. That's how my brother is. He's really? like everything makes him emotional when he's tired. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I don't remember crying a lot. I mean, I cried. Yeah, I mean, sure, I would cry. But uh, yeah, I don't remember it. Interesting. But yeah, I don't experience like, you as a crier. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it used to be that I would cry just like any old time more. Yeah. But now it's more like when I meditate, I have it like it's part of just like tapping in to. Mm. Uh, but it it is, I mean, like the day after I have a good cry or even mm. just like an hour later, I just laugh so deeply. I just feel uh. so connected. Oh, you know, I do. Yeah, I cry when I um, am in grief, obviously, Mm -hmm. like when my cat died. Yeah. Um, And that did feel good in some ways. And that time when I was on mushrooms, remember, and Uh I was crying and laughing, couldn't tell the difference. That felt really good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it's so interesting, too, because we Ted and I have had mushrooms. They're legal in Colorado now. Uh We've had mushrooms sitting around because someone he worked with gave them to him. He hasn't ever done mushrooms before. Uh And I, we've both kind of been like, oh, we're not really in the mood. But after I had those two deep cries, I was like, yeah, we should do those. Because <laughs> I think it was like I could maybe I could just sense it wasn't time yet. Like I had those emotions that I was yes. kind of like fighting with that were yeah. ready to come out. And then once they did, I was like, oh, yeah, let's eat those mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to do it next weekend. Oh, wow. If I can That's so fun. To do it. Oh, he may not do it. Well, he's think just never, yeah, he's never done any hallucinogens before. Oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, it's a little scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although if you do just a little bit, but it is like, you know, you're changing everything, like mm-hmm. your reality or how you see your reality. Yeah. I used to do it a lot in high school. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, after that experience, it was so great. I had, yeah. It did not feel like... I mean, this was so long ago. Maybe the mushrooms were different or the type of mushrooms I had. But it was like a lot. It almost was more like Molly or something like ecstasy. Like it was like I loved I I turned a corner at one point in it where I loved everything so much. And I was just full of love and I could express myself. I had been so bottled up. Yeah. Like I found the key to my I had lost my key to my house and then I found it. And as soon as I found it, I was like everything is so great oh, <laughs> it's like el camino boulevard is beautiful <laughs> like it's like the most ugly place in palo alto <laughs> at least at that time and i was like and i was just like my carpet is beautiful everybody's Aww. beautiful i was like i love it was such a great experience so after that i was like i want to do this all the time oh yeah it wasn't always the same though. yeah i've done it i've done hallucinogens a number of times in my life but it's been a long time and it not i didn't i wouldn't say i've done them a lot i mean like four times five times not a time. yeah Maybe I'm exaggerating. It felt like a lot. I definitely was high all the time. The last I mean, year like of my one mushroom trip. The first mushroom trip I ever took. When I think about it, it seems like it was like a year. It was only one night. <laughs> yeah, it's a very it, yeah. You know what? I may have been exaggerating. Maybe I did it like five times too, mm. and then I did acid once. Yeah, and I then, included acid in that number. 
Oh, you did. <laughs> I think I did acid one time. <laughs> well, everything stopped for me when my grad night of my high school, I don't think I've told this story before, but um, we were all, I don't even know why I went to that. I hated high school. My boyfriend was not in high school. I He was older than me. He <laughs> made it sound, anyway. <laughs> um, but he wasn't there and I did not feel comfortable with the people there and I took it was called ecstasy at the time, which I guess is today's Molly. And um, it was a bad batch. So like, oh, no. Oh, it was the worst ex- to this uh, day, the worst experience of my life. Oh, it was no. so awful. I, I could almost start crying right now how awful oh. it was. I was stuck in you weren't allowed to leave. Like you had to stay in this place. Oh, and this was oh, that's before- the worst. I became agoraphobic after that for a little <gasps> while. Like, oh. I couldn't go in places that I wasn't allowed out. Like, I was terrified of, like, a club or, or like, what a was it? concert. Was it the gym? It wasn't. It was at some place that was, like, an hour away. Oh, so no. So I couldn't. And this was pre-cell phones because I am ancient. And the – I did not – I if it had been before that, I would have been, like, I'm going to call my boyfriend and get the fuck out yeah. of here. This is the worst experience of my life. It wasn't until the end of the night that I saw there was a payphone there. <laughs> oh, right after I was done, I was like, oh, God, I could have called him to that get me. That sounds so terrible. It was I mean, so it terrible. terrible even without the Molly. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> then I was bad. Okay. And I didn't know that my eyes look like basically only pupils. And there was like this janitor there. And I was like, can I please? I said, I was like, can I please lay down in the closet? I just need to lay down in the closet. And he was like, okay. <laughs> Like, I just had to get he away from everybody. He was probably so scared. Was, that I had no idea that my eyes looked like that. <laughs> and, then, and then there was this other guy there that they did leave, like these three dudes that like left. It was on a golf course. And they took off and they went somewhere. I was like, if you go, please take me. Please take me with you. And he was like, all right. He did not take oh, me with no. him. He didn't take me with him. I was probably looked terrifying. He was, maybe he was scared because you're probably. Just pure. Although no, this guy was a real partier. I mean, he probably was just like whatever. I do not want to hang out with that bad tripping girl. Um, and then there was one girl. This is I don't know. This is so not like our podcast. But the, there's this one girl there who had never taken anything in her life, had never smoked pot, had never done anything, and she was so bad tripping. That she was surrounded by, because some people didn't take the bad batch and some people did. So only like three of us were in a bad place. Oh. But no one bothered to take care of me because I was like a partier. Oh. <laughs> like no one thought like, I didn't ask for help, which is weird for me. But anyway, all these girls were surrounding her in a circle like, it's okay, Julie. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh we gosh. love you, Julie. We love you, Julie. You're okay. And I was just oh. like, fucking Julie. Nobody's taking care of me. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds terrible. It was traumatic. Like, yeah. I literally, after that, I smoked pot one time after that, and it brought all those feelings back. So uh, then I couldn't even, I couldn't, I didn't do anything after wow. that for a really long time. It was a tear. It was so bad. I was so glad when that was over. Anyway, I don't even know how we got here i mean i could talk for a long time about drug stories but instead let's talk about your week okay (laughs) well kind of like a drug story um i did have a medical procedure done 
people my age get a colonoscopy. I'm just going to tell people. Yeah, just say it. Just going to tell people. Um, So it was a little bit weird. And I did have, they did give me a drug, which didn't last long enough. (laughs) But no, it was good. It was perfect. I was like, I was really nervous. And everyone there was so nice to me. I have to say, like the nurses were so nice. Um, They were, oh, I do want to talk about this because um, I was feeling really nervous. So I was like bringing in my loving adult to help soothe my inner child and then I called on my angels and guides and like I was I called on my two cats that I have tattoos of and I was like you come in to comfort me and right after that the nurse came in and started I have two tattoos of them and she started going on and on how much she loved my tattoos and nobody it's really weird because it's sometimes people be like oh my god your tattoos are so Sometimes they will because they look like she was like it looks like a like a picture like it's just a picture of them on oh, your. She was tapping in because they they were present. Yeah, I love that. And then she called somebody else and she's like, "You've got to look at these." And they were like, <laughs> and everybody was doing that. And oh. seriously, nobody ever does that. Like usually, it's just like like I said, like some like a cashier will be like, "Oh, those are so cool. Where'd you get it?" But it's not like this. Like they yeah. were like, "Oh my god!" And then the lady afterwards was like that and I was just like oh thank you for I being with love me. that uh, it was really nice and she's and then my blood pressure was really high because I was anxious and she's like it's okay I'm gonna change that right now and that's the last <laughs> thing I remember <laughs> and then I was just asleep and I woke up and it just full of love so this is a real drug episode but anyway what I wanted to talk about <laughs> from this week, which was more shadowy work, was I have been reading um, Rachel Ricketts' book, Do Better, which is so great. I highly recommend it to everybody. Um, shoot, I don't remember her, like, the slug line on her, but she ca- I think she calls it spiritual activism. Like, she calls herself a spiritual activist and... Um, you know, it's all about doing anti-racist work. And she's a queer black woman. Um, and um, it's a, it's just so great because she talks about inner child healing in it and, and oh. um, all kinds of like working on your inner trauma. Like that's how you're going to help be a good anti-racist person. Awesome. I am going to read this. Yeah, it's really good. I'm actually doing a little book club about it. Um, and so... I mean, I'm not running it, but somebody else's. Anyway, the um, it's been really, really amazing. So, in one of at the end of one of the chapters, she has out has written out a little ancestor meditation because one of the chapters is actually about mother trauma. Mm, what? This sounds yeah. so good. I know, I know. And she was talking all about her and her mother had a very intense relationship. It was very codependent, but um, her mother was really sick all of her life from. A lot of it being from racism, like she was just had so much um, effects in her body of dealing with racism. Um, She had MS and it was like really in her body. Anyway, so she was talking about how healing your the ancestor wound and the mother wound can help you to, um, again, be a better anti-racist person, advocate. Yeah. The right words. Anyway, um, so I did this meditation and it was so interesting. So first of all, um, I'm Jewish for those people that don't know. And um when I first looked at it was like the first round was looking at at my ancestors. Um and 
it was really interesting because I have always had this thing with numbers where I get really um, kind of triggered by like numbers in terms of like, oh, how well am I doing? Like, which is not something that I normally feel or buy into. Like, for instance, how many followers do I have? Oh, right. Or like, how many people are paying attention, you know? And right. it's like, I always know, like, this feels like a wound that does not feel resonant with my authentic self at yeah. all. You yeah. know, like, I could care less how many followers anyone has, you know? Right. Um, But it has always, like, it's like numbers feel... Uh, so in the past, like, I guess six months I've been working on that and healing a lot and feeling really good about it. But it's still something like I know if I look, I'm going to start to like get activated and I'm going to have to work on healing that. Um, But it was really weird. Interesting, I should say, because I realized I just felt it right away that it has to do with the Holocaust, partially, you know, because they wrote people's numbers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, on their arms, you know, to keep track of them. So terrible. So terrifying. Again, and just something about numbers, like, obviously, it's so different. The, the, kind of numbers I'm talking about but, but it's just still like yeah like there was like there. a trigger there yeah yes. because there was a connection or a thread yes yeah. yes and she was talking about this in the book how it's really epigenetics like the like you will feel like it's changes how not the structure of your DNA but DNA but how your DNA operates like yeah. your ancestral pain and patterns and like how it's really in there um yeah, like mice, they were, she was talked about the study with mice, how like if a mice's mouse is triggered by one thing, then ne- their next generation of mouse will, will react, mm-hmm. even, even though they're not teaching them that, which in our, with humans, we're actually also teaching it on top of just, right. just feeling Modeling it, you know? it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, so anyway, that was pretty enlightening. I was like, whoa. And then later that night, um, I was, um, plus part of me was like, could that, like, it felt really right, right? But then at the same time, I'm like, that's strange. Um, but then later in that night, my daughter was writing numbers on her, on her forearm. And, what? and Brett was like, you can't do that. <laughs> and she was like, why? And, and he told her why. He's like, in the Holocaust, that's what they, but she has done that before and neither one of us had thought about it, but, all of a sudden, we were just like, whoa, because oh. she was writing on numbers for a reason, like it had to do with something. She was just trying to remember these yeah. page numbers in a book. Um, but neither of us had thought about it. But then all of a sudden, he was like, oh, you can't do that. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I felt so triggered Had you it. mentioned it to No. Brett? Wow. Yeah. It just got stuff, activated. Yeah. yeah. Stuff like this right now has been happening to me so much in the last few weeks as I've been doing more and more shadow work it's like ding ding all of these things okay so that's one thing that was really interesting the other thing which I'm less thrilled about but oh the next part of the meditation was she said now bring up the ancestors of the land you live on the land that was stolen you know um oh man and this sounds amazing yeah yeah and um also the slaves you know like the ancestors who like worked on the land and you know for were forced to with weren't paid so then you know and to thank them and see what happens well then i saw a past life where i was though i was a slave owner 
which was really terrible to see. I didn't really want to see it, but it was like I saw myself like I was a woman. So I was the wife of a slave owner, but still a slave owner, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, I just saw like, oh, my God, the narcissism in me, which I never I should backtrack for a second. I early a few days before that, I had realized that. I'm much less forgiving of narcissists' um, mistakes and wounds because growing up with narcissists, obviously, like, I, it just, that's why I thought. Yeah. Well, that is why, <laughs> because of all my trauma from at the hand of narcissists. But I also realized just like how if I see someone make a mistake like that, or even not even a narcissist, but just a narcissist type mistake, I'm uh-huh. like, Oh, God. Like, I'm really judgy of them. Yeah, yeah. In a way that I'm not of other people. Well, then when I saw myself in that lifetime, like, basically a narcissist, like, I was just head of this household and not caring about the black people there. Just like, oh, yeah. I mean, I care about them, but they obviously should work for me because, yeah. look, I'm their owner. Right. You know, like, they're not human. Um. And I saw that in myself, and then I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is also really why I've been so unforgiving of narcissists and why – like, because I was so rejecting of of that part of my – in that's in me in any way. You know, like, of course I don't want to own that, and I hate it. But it did make me feel more forgiving of myself and that wound, and that did help, like, to integrate it so that then – to recognize it. You know, yeah, and to bring it into your heart, all yes. that, all that shadow work that was that's been there. I mean, yes, and then to just be with it seems like it'd be really healing. Yes, it was very healing to to just see like, oh, okay, even the worst part of me, I can love, and yeah. obviously not say like that's oh that's okay now I can be racist. <laughs> no, that's not what shadow work is. It's more just like okay, I can bring this in, and because I love it, then I can integrate it and be more of my true self, which is not racist. Well, yeah, and also I'm thinking about in our in our country how we have that real deep wound because of that sin that like that i mean i I know we don't use the word sin usually in in Mm -hmm. this podcast but it it, that is just like that horrible way our country was founded yes and that that shadow work of being like because i feel like growing up that was part of what lent itself to the blind spots that were there for so long for me with racism was like, you just, yeah, oh, yeah, we we had slave owners. We right, said right. From a, and, and just kind of not really like fully. Owning it. Yeah, owning it, talking about the horrors of it. And that our culture just kind of goes on like that in many ways. That's like part of it is just not well, looking at it. Going back to Germany again, like they acknowledge it. Like there's like... I forget exactly everything they have there, uh, um, to, but you see, like, commemorations of, yeah. um, you know, so that people don't forget that the Holocaust happened. Like, this happened, and this was bad, and, like, we're right. recognizing this and as a whole culture. And that feels so healing. Yeah, yes. and it feels also, like, 
it feels so bad. But then at the same time, it's like the, when you talk about bringing shame into your heart, it's like it, yes. it, it hurts. And then it also is like, but that's been there. It's not like I was av- really avoiding it by not going fully into it. It was just hanging out. And now yes. you like go into it and be with it. Integrate it. Yeah. yeah. You can integrate it when you can integrate it. Then you can... um just acknowledge it and be fully present with it instead of pretending it's not there. Because you know what happens when we pretend it's not there? Not only do we not have like statues commemorating slaves or, or like, you know, Harriet Tubman and, you know, um, civil rights leaders, but then we have instead statues to Confederate soldiers and we're pretending like that's okay it's like just not the truth yeah and then also QAnon like oh yeah no I'm not racist it's just that there's you know these satanic baby eaters yeah and I'm not anti-semitic even though it has complete anti-semitic roots yes Yeah. yeah yeah acknowledging your shadow is just so important because it's it is there it just when you don't acknowledge it, then it has power over you. Then it becomes part of the subconscious that's like actually making the decisions for you without you realizing it. Right. And now we're doing that not only personally, but this we're talking about also culturally. Yes. It's like we're just like, now is the time for us to, I mean, it's been time. It's been long past yeah. time, but now yeah. many yeah. of us are just finally doing it. Yeah. And that, and this kind of work is, which is what she talks about. That's, um, doing the personal work can then help the society and the culture around you. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, she's she's great. Rachel Ricketts. She also has some classes on there too, which of course, a long time ago, I signed up for one and then did, bought it and did not take it yet. Oh. But I will. Cool. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, that was the week. So now let's talk about a really excellent subscription service with all kinds of fun stuff that you're going to love, and it's called Goddess Provisions. That's right. And when you get one of these boxes, then it helps support our show. So we really appreciate it, and you will love it. So it always has so many amazing things like um, incense holders and crystals and oracle cards. Yeah, light runes. One time there was like like a... teacup and saucer specifically for tea leaf reading i mean yeah cool and it stuff. had a moon in it and it was really it's really pretty even if you aren't going to drink tea. i actually use it as a holder because it's so pretty yeah and this pendulum that you guys can't see because this is audio but it's i love it it's just like <laughs> pyramid i can hold up the teacup right now too right near me um so anyway it's called goddess provisions and if you go to Various places, like on our website, there's a banner on the side, um, or on our Instagram page, Magic Monday, you can click on a link there. And when you buy it, it they are such a great company because it's all vegan, cruelty-free, and they plant a tree for every box that's sold. And yeah. you support the show. It's a real win all around. Yeah, and you could get one box, you could get a subscription, however yeah. you want to do it. Give it's it Wednesdays. Yeah, it's a great, great idea. We recommend it. <laughs> Um, And other ways you can support our show is to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen. It really helps us or just rate us or both. It helps people find our show and we really appreciate it. Yeah, we love it. We're really, really grateful to everyone who has written us a review, including 
Cam297, who says, mm. love this podcast. This is by far my favorite podcast. I have listened since the beginning and implementing their recommendations has genuinely improved my life. The power of their combined wisdom has intensely accelerated my self-healing journey. The synchronicity of the segments always lining up amazes me week after week. Tess and Natasha make the perfect pair because they complement each other so well. And they are funny and entertaining to boot. Thank you so much, Tess and Natasha, from the bottom of my heart for changing my life for the better. Sending y'all all all the positive energy and appreciation I can muster. High five emoji. So so nice. Thank you so much. Did you say high five emoji? Yeah, you know that give me 10 emoji. Is that, is that what, what that, that is? Is? <laughs> is that not what it is? Is it like raise your hands in the air? <laughs> That's what I thought it was. <laughs> it's one of those two. Whatever it is, we appreciate it a lot. <laughs> um. Oh, and if you want to ask us a question, you can go to magicmondaypodcast.com and we have an ask a question button about whatever you want to ask us about, you know? Yeah, or you could call us too. At 828-333-7181, You know what I like about that, too? That is, mm-hmm. I mean, if you guys don't know, because you maybe you didn't listen to the radio, but in the old radio days, people used to say numbers like that, and it is like mm-hmm. they're getting bored with it in the middle. <laughs> I used to do a, um impression when I was nine years old of the, because my mom, and I used to drive to the city as I went to school in the in in New York City, and we lived in the suburbs. And we had we would listen to this New York, um, sorry, news station. And she went, "All of our news sounded like this." Yeah, and, like she's yeah. already bored. Like she just starts the <laughs> sentence, and she's already tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, but I used to love doing that. That's good. So you've brought it back. You ha- you didn't even know what she sounded like, but that's how she, it would. She would end every every sentence. It would end like that. That's amazing <laughs> that you could do that when you were nine. I love doing impressions. All right, so now is it my turn yes. for the energy report? <laughs> I had a lot of energy to it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the energy report this week. Oh, boy. I mean, it feels like it's last week was, was there a lot to it? It feels like it was just like a potent week. Did you yeah. feel that? Yeah. And, but All that ash- crying and then a lot, I felt yeah. a lot of joy, like so much joy and so yeah. much sadness. <laughs> Oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> it was like my mushroom trip. It was a lot. And yeah. it wasn't so, – I don't think it was supposed to be if we listen to the astrology. Like, this has been happening to me lately. It's like the astrology feels like, oh, Pisces. Doo, doo, doo. But then for me, it's been like, ooh, a lot. Mm. But good a lot. Like, I'm doing a lot of shadow work. Anywho, the energy report is the trend that I'm feeling into for the week ahead. And also what I'm noting from the past week as well from clients and myself. Um, So one thing that I've been getting a lot, first of all, wow, my Merkaba meditations lately have been super intense. (laughs) It's a special meditation. If you haven't heard us talk about this, you can look it up. Christopher Penzak's book, Ascension, um, is Ascension Ascension Magic. Magic. Yeah. Um, Has a really great one. 
of it. And also I've been um, taking his class, which isn't really that much. There's, it's more like history of it. I guess then you do Merkaba too. Maybe you go further. But right now it's just doing the meditation, which I have been doing. But um, they've been showing me a lot of things. <laughs> in my energy space, like clearing out a lot, like lifting up, like they keep showing me lifting the energy from my third eye, almost like, um, how do I put this? Like, like almost removing a cover, Mm. like opening it up, I guess would be a way. And then there's like a whole city that they showed me a light filled city. Wow. (laughs) But it's changing my energy in a way that feels really good. Like just opening my eyes like almost literally I can feel the oh, see them like rev- opening up a energy oh. field out of yeah I can tap into that now they're talking about that the lightness uh, of it yes there's a lot of light and just like they keep lifting it open oh. um it's really cool but as far as um that applies to everybody <laughs> is what I've been seeing in people and also really feeling into in general is this feeling of claiming our power which I talked about a few weeks ago but it's really coming up more and more this idea of like no but you're here for a reason you're here to claim your power like oh, yeah. like it's time it's time to claim it yeah. and to do whatever it is that you need to do to claim it um so I will give one energy healing tool, but first I want to say one way to do that is really giving weight to all of your choices, like and feel and decisions about any boundaries you want to make. So, oh yeah, like even if you don't understand why, like this, I'll give an example. Like this person is being um, really nice to me, but I just don't want to be around them. <laughs> Yeah. And I don't have any reason other than my intuition and how I feel that I don't want to be around them. Yeah. And that's great. That's I love information. That. I love yeah. that you posted something about that and I was like, oh yeah, that's really good information. Like I think what you posted was like you don't have to understand why you want to set a boundary. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it you, yeah, it doesn't matter why. You mm-hmm. just have to know like, oh, that's that's all I need to know about it. Yeah, <clears> that <throat> you feel like setting it. That's right. That, and yeah. of course, if you were raised by people like we were or like gaslighters, nurses, whatever, um you, then you were definitely not told that. <laughs> you were told the opposite and you will probably feel like any boundary, even one that's super clear is not what you're allowed to do, mm-hmm. but that's not true. Um, even little things like I'm noticing distancing myself more and more from my phone. Um, cause I've just been, I've been feeling like this a little bit, of, I guess maybe addiction energy, mm-hmm. like where it's like, oh, I feel like I need to check it. Like something's <laughs> gonna, be, but yeah. it doesn't feel good. Yeah. That is why I turned it off because uh, I don't like that. Because I can feel, I think most of us have some degree of addiction to the phone. But when I start to, and I'm like, this is not fun. This is, I'm not getting anything from it. And then I just turn it off. Well, the thing is, you are getting something from it, though. Those little endorphins, you know, the serotonin. I feel like it's often distraction. Instead of just being with my feelings or being with the present moment. That's why I feel that too. Like I could be petting my cat or looking at the sky, but I like checking Instagram. Why? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, 
Yeah. So it's just not, um, I mean, you know, I just want to validate everybody and I guess myself that it was designed to make us feel that way. Like we yeah. need to check it. You need to mm-hmm. check it. You know, that it was made mm-hmm. to make us feel that oh, way. Oh, yeah. It's I mean, designed. not originally, but the social media part. Yeah. So um, it was more just like this kind of feeling. So then I was like, oh, I don't, I just don't need to do that. And I feel so much of my energy coming back to me. Yeah, that's it. It does feel like it <sighs> siphons it. I feel yes. that feeling. Totally. Yes. Not so, all the time, but like sometimes I feel it. And then I'm like, okay, I need to right. like start setting some boundaries with this. Yeah, exactly. So um, whatever it is that you're feeling, that is one way to get your power back. And it doesn't have to be a big thing. Um, And you probably will get challenged by it. I will say, for instance, like that person where you like don't have any reason to feel that way, they probably will end up texting you a lot. (laughs) (laughs) But just keep checking in. Like, do I feel this way? Yeah, I feel this way. Okay. I don't need any reason. And I really feel into that the more we do that the more our life opens up to what we really want to bring in you know it just makes sense the energy comes in that you do want to bring in as you weed out what you what's not it doesn't have to make the other person bad or the phone bad it's just like whatever it is it's just not right for you in the moment that's right yeah okay so that's one way now the more energy healing thing I have to say about this is that one thing my guides have been showing me in this Merca meditation is they have been lighting up my eighth chakra a lot, like sending light directly into my eighth chakra. And then just like I was saying, things have been in sync for me. Um, I, instead of looking at my phone when I was, sorry, but sitting on the toilet, (laughs) I was peeing. I was peeing. Just picture that. It's true. I, I pee for a long time. And I, my angel book was there next to me. And I opened it up to Metatron, who apparently, did you know, is linked to the eighth chakra? Uh, Yeah. It's a soul star. Soul yes. star. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I did not realize that. But I was like, oh, my God, this is exactly what they've been doing. And I have been calling him Metatron, too, when I do this. Uh, um, so and the, the soul star is about your power, basically, like your mm-hmm. highest information, not the power, like your third chakra, but like why you're here and mm-hmm. what you came here to do. And for as what I related to what I was talking about, claiming your energy yeah. as you know what you want. So my recommendation this week is to first start off with a. To do a little meditation, do a chakra clearing meditation. Tess and I both have one um, that you can start off with. And then when you are done um, with doing all of that, of clearing out the chakras, then go to your eighth chakra and just see how they've been doing it is like sending light from kind of all directions into that eighth chakra. Mm -hmm. So... um, yeah, so if you can just imagine light surrounding you and and then beams of light going into that eighth chakra. And and maybe tell our listeners where the eighth chakra is. Oh, sorry. It's <laughs> thank you. It's above <laughs> your head. So it's not attached to your body. It's kind of right above your crown chakra, which is your seventh chakra. So it's right above there. And so yeah, and then just imagine light going into it from all directions and then seeing the light 
go from the eighth chakra down into your seventh and, and then into your body. So it's like giving the rest of your body that information. And the other thing I've noticed is that it also goes up above too. You also have more chakras above the eighth chakra. So it goes into those as well. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that makes sense. I, I would lead everyone through a whole how to clear out your chakras, but it's just easier to listen to a chakra meditation, yeah. I think. And when you sign up for my mailing list, you get one. And I think, Tess, you have one on your site too, or yeah. you could go to YouTube or whatever feels good. Cool. Yeah, so you know, I have it. been, I didn't, I forgot to talk about this in the check-in, but this, that's been another theme of the week for sure is claiming more of my power. Like, like receiving, like I got a really nice email from somebody that was just like complimenting my work and I, mm-hmm. I took time with it to be like, <gasps> like feeling it and breathing it in and letting it be like, just letting it nourish <sighs> me and feeling gratitude for it, which is just, yeah, as you know, and as some of our listeners know, has been not something that I've been really great at doing. But this week, it felt like it opened up a little bit. That's interesting because remember, we did you do that after our emails about not reading or reading bad reviews? It was before that. Oh. Yeah. So it's in the ether, see, mm-hmm. even that's in the, yeah, yeah, I need to work on that too, because, um, you know, <laughs> this makes it, <laughs> I feel like if I bring this up, it's like, I get nice emails too, Tess. <laughs> um, but, I, I, of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just, oh, well, I got some too, and, um, <laughs> no, but I have like, just actually today on Instagram, someone said something really nice about how much my work has like change their life over improved them over the last and I couple years and I just realized like I was like oh that's nice but I didn't really take it in mm. like I would have if they were like you are oh shit. Right. you know isn't that funny is that interesting? Yeah. yeah oh yeah if they had said that I would have been like I would have had to do a meditation to yeah. clear it off or like you know really had to talk with my inner child and like moved along that way but but it was like oh that's nice like, I appreciate that. Oh, I mean, yeah. I did appreciate it, but I didn't fully take it in. I just realized that as you said that, like, oh, I need to take that in. Yeah. Well, it's been helping me. The podcast, talking about it with you on the podcast and then hearing from our listeners has been helping me, like, knowing that there are people, like, wanting me to start <laughs> opening up and receiving us and really encouraging. Yes. Oh, good. That's nice. I love that. All right. Okay. So now it's time for... Practical magic. Okay, so this week, this Saturday, we have the new moon early, early in the morning. So that Mm. means this week, the moon is waning. Then we go to the dark moon on Friday. And, you know, this week when I tuned in, I know we talked about clearing energy last week. But this week, same. Also, spring cleaning, like deep Mm. cleaning. I did that. That was another thing. This has been a long week. Me too. Yeah. Me too. So much deep cleaning. Deep cleaning. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to go clean the inside of my car. (laughs) And I'm going to like just those kind of extra little places to clean and take time with them. And it feels like, like, oh, I'm going to get deep into my closet, into the boxes I haven't opened for a while and make sure I want everything there like that kind of deep cleaning as you have time as you feel inspired 
especially when you can do it with patience. That's the kind of magical cleaning and clearing Mm. that I am tapping into for this week during Mm. Pisces season is when, not when you're like, oh, I'm going to just get as much done as I possibly can, but Mm -hmm. when you're like, you know, I'm going to just really take my time and let it be a process of looking through my closet or clearing out my glove compartment or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. The more that you can fit that in and then so and cleaning with the um, intention of creating space for abundance, for blessings to flow in. So you just cleaning, like just cleaning your house in a normal way, but doing it with the intention not like you have to hold the intention in your mind the whole time Mm -hmm. but just like like for example you know when you're like imagine cleaning house because you're gonna have your best friends coming to visit so you're like i'm cleaning house because my best friend's coming to visit and so you're not thinking about the friend like holding the friend in your mind the whole time (laughs) but you just know like that's what i'm doing i'm cleaning the house because my friend's (laughs) coming to visit it's like that it's like i'm cleaning the house because i'm welcoming in more abundance i'm cleaning the house because i'm creating this opportunity in my work or whatever it is that you want to call in maybe a relationship maybe greater self-love maybe more clarity about where you want to move or what you want to do um, whatever you want to manifest kind of hold that in your mind as you clean and clear this week and then also you can so every time you let go of something it's like you're creating more space for that to flow through you're creating more harmony more clarity more order mm-hmm. and um, and then you can add little magical touches like you could uh, tie some bells onto your broom or you Ooh, could like last week, we talked about flower essences. You could put flower essences in your, you know, uh, mop oh, yeah, bucket. Yeah. And um, do you have a mop bucket? I have a bucket. Yes. Do you mm. have a bucket? <laughs> well, no. I no swiffer. Bucket? I swiffer. Oh, I should probably get a bucket. Well, I it's something I love world. to do. One of the things I love <laughs> to do when I clean is to put white vinegar in a bucket with hot water and then mop the floors. Hmm. So. Yeah, I don't mop. I swiffer instead. Well, you could do both. I mean, I that's what I would do if I had a swiffer. Okay. But instead, I sweep and then I mop. Well, a swiffer, you have the specific. Any, oh, it like doesn't the mop. Matter. You use yeah. the mop one. Yes, yes. Not just the dry swiffing. But no, no, I use the mop You do one. both. Mm-hmm. Well, you could use a swiffer and then just use like a rag that you put in hot water with vinegar oh, instead yeah, of the swiffer refills. Oh, yeah. Because the vinegar, I just point. love cleaning with vinegar because it does mm. have it. Well, because it's really economical and it's good for the environment and because it's uh, it clears the energy. It's really a great energy oh. clearer. And you then could, if you add a little like white chestnut, like you talked about yeah. last week or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, or you could add, um, sometimes I like to add sage essential oil and lemon in with mm. the vinegar and hot water. It's just so energy clearing. Right. Makes me want to go mop right now, yeah, which I have to do all the time with a freaking chihuahua. Oh. <clears throat> he yeah. is not potty trained, so... That dog. I'm constantly looking in rooms to where I have to Swiffer. Mm, So it'll be good to, yeah. 
Well, I love it. I've really been in that mode where I'm like, oh my God, I'm scrubbing this stove. Why am I doing uh, this? <laughs> yeah, because sometimes it feels right. Just go yeah. with it when it feels yeah. right. And if it doesn't, it's okay too. But if you can, sometimes like if if you feel like Natasha and I feel right now, which is like, yes, I really want to do that, <laughs> then that's great. <laughs> and if you don't, you may sometimes like especially if I feel um like when I feel an iner- emotional inertia like uh-huh. like I just want to lay here and read this book but then I also don't like I don't want to but I also do you know that kind of feeling where you just feel stuck mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. those times sometimes if I like I'm like clean. okay I really don't want to but I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna clean out the fridge or some kind of like task like that then it just gets my energy moving and then it becomes easier to do more things and I feel better so kind of always just tap into your energy it's something Mm -hmm. you can kind of flow with it if you have a lot of energy and if you don't like do I need to rest or do I kind of would I prefer to maybe get my energy moving a little bit and you know kind of push through so that it can become this natural it's like unsticking it you know yes yes like unclogging a drain yeah, that that is something you've taught me that enter, that clutter clearing does or oh, even does. just cleaning does. Yeah, because yeah. it can be it's like that energy of it, you're always whenever you clean or clear clutter, there's always an inner aspect to it. So sometimes just this is one of those ways where you start to master the everyday magic is that you can start to notice like, oh, I really feel stuck. And then it's like, oh, that that's probably emotions that I don't. I don't want to look at and then knowing like if I I know now that if I clean out my closet or something, you know, like roll up loose change, like something like that, just getting physical energy, changing it, moving it, getting it moving, that that helps me to unstick that feeling of stuckness. Can I just tell you that I just, again, with the being in sync with things, I just opened the deck for when I'm going to read, you know, the card and the bottom card was... The frog, cleaning house, releasing emotional baggage. Oh, that's the uh, Wisdom of Avalon yeah. deck. I but love that, that card. Crazy? Yeah, I mean, I'm exactly, not choosing it, but that's... That's exactly the energy I'm talking maybe about. Maybe I should choose that card for when we do it. Maybe that was you choosing that card. Yeah, that, that was me choosing it. That was it. That's what But first, before we go into the cards, you can find us at magicmondaypodcast.com. Oh, were you done? Sorry. Oh, yeah, I was done. Okay. Um, <laughs> you can ask us a question there. You can find us at Magic Monday Pod on Facebook. And we have a group of listeners, a listener page, Magic Monday Podcast listeners. You can ask to join. Um, it's a nice little community. Um, Magic Monday Podcast on Instagram. And that's it, right? Uh, and you can it. sign up for a newsletter. So now oh, I'm yeah. sending out a um, email every Monday whenever a new episode drops. And it has the pictures of the cards we draw so that if you want to actually see them, then you should subscribe. And you can do that at magicmondaypodcast.com. Just click on subscribe. That's right. And you can find me at Highest Light Healing on Instagram and Facebook and on my website, highestlighthealing.com. You can schedule a reading with me there, um, look at the classes I have, you know, take a poke around. 
And you can find me at TessWhitehurst.com. That's where I have a bunch of free spells and rituals and guided meditations, magical inspiration. And you can sign up for my newsletter there. And I, uh, I'm i on Instagram at Tess4444, on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst Author, on Twitter at Tess Whitehurst, and on YouTube at Tess Whitehurst. <laughs> I forgot. Great. For Did you forget where you were? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So we'll just assume that that's the card that I picked, right? Yeah. Do you okay. want to talk about it or you want me to start? Yeah, I'll read it. Okay. It says, the frog says that it's time to clean house and get rid of the clutter in your environment, your head and your heart. Move out any objects, thoughts, or relationships that hold you back. It's time to get rid of anything that clutters your life or your space with unwanted burdensome energy or anything that weighs heavily on your heart. Look around you and take stock of what surrounds you. Does what you see hold positive and supportive energy? If not, it's time to throw it away and release it so that it in turn will release you from its influence. When the frog appears, it's always spring and time for cleaning your house. So you can allow new and fresh energy to enter your world. The frog says it's time to release all things no longer appropriate to bring on your journey. Then you can hop to the next lily pad, light and free. Woohoo! I love it. Speaking of lily pads, I drew water lily. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And um, so I'm going to just read you. It's transmute. And I'm just going to read one paragraph from this. The water lily on the card is grounded in the murky depths and ascends up through, uh, ascends through water and up into the air where it radiates with beautiful sparkles and light. Similarly, draw strength from your root chakra, the energy center at the base of your spine, as well as your past experiences and your depth. Then consciously connect with the nourishing cosmic light and wisdom that bathes your crown chakra. Mm. Recognize and give thanks for the fact that you are a divine child and that as such a vast storehouse of universal wisdom and power is available to you now. From this place of connection to all that is, which includes full acceptance of all that has been and will be, follow your guidance to transmute this situation into its most divine and perfect form. This is great. So I drew what you said, and you drew what I said. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I love that. It's awesome. But yeah, so transmute, just a little more about transmute. It is like just feeling all the feelings. There's like a shadow work aspect to that too, feeling it, letting it move. It's like mm -hmm. I was talking about too with that stuck energy. Just mm -hmm. let it be there. And then even once you get it moving, then it can transform into beauty and light. That's right. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. See you next time. We love you. I just need to lay down in the closet. <laughs>